welcome back to the You Like That podcast. Uh, I'm your host on this one. My name is Jack. With me is the brainchild behind the podcast, Adam. Oh, stop that. Yes, hello, I'm Adam. <laughs> we have introduced ourselves finally. We wanted to leave you in suspense a little bit. It's not that we forgot. It's just that we wanted to. Oh, we definitely didn't forget. No, it was. We didn't. We definitely didn't edit it and then have people go. You didn't introduce yourselves. (laughs) It was so people would come back. (laughs) Exactly right. You all want to know who we were. Now you know. Yes. Thank you for the response to episode one. It was really, really cool. Thank you for the screenshots. Thank you for the feedback. Thank you for everything. It exceeded. My expectations, for oh, sure. There definitely more people than I expected. Yeah, After fucking one episode. It was awesome. So thank you so much for that. I backed that. Lovely um, people. Much less serious one today, I guess. Because on this that. one, we're doing the 2017 reboot of Power Rangers. Officially yes. called Saban's Power Rangers. Yes. Now, before we jump in. As I look around me in this room, there is quite a lot of original Power Rangers memorabilia. There is some. So I am going to assume you're fond of the original series. We can say I'm a big fan of the original series. Grew up on the original series. I've been in love with Power Rangers since since a child. Um, yes, do own a few signed memorabilia pieces of the original casting. You will notice there is no... Uh, merchandise of any new Power Rangers. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot missing. So you, we're in that exact age bracket for Power Rangers. Like, we grew up on it. Yes. I don't really remember much of it, but you must. Yeah. There was there was a lot there. Uh, it, it's a very clear, fond memory. It was back in the release of uh, episodes on VHS. So you would get a VHS with one maybe two episodes on there and it would be a good week every week that would come home here's a new episode of power rangers fucking mint love that and it was it was sort of known for like how blown out and over the top and silly it was it like, was just standard 90s classic cringy monster of the week rubber suits all it like, was there was it was it was no crazy effects Yet the effects they used were, I guess you could say, big in that era of time. Yeah. But it was just corny, cheesy. Lots of flash pots like the smoke and then sparks. Yeah. And, oh. A lot of just uh, let's do a jump in the air and somehow <laughs> that registers as a kick and a devastating blow to our enemy. Oh yeah, none of the none of the punches or anything actually landed. No, they never connected. <laughs> no, they never connected. Um and all the action was just stolen from a Japanese TV show and then they railroaded the American high school stuff in. As far as I know? Pretty much. That's basically how it went down. All right. None of that matters because this movie doesn't give a fuck about any of that. So no. today, today we're talking about Dean Israelite's Saban's Power Rangers from 2017. So this one, it came out at around, I remember it dropped with like nothing else. It just kind of came out, kind of came and went. They, the studio didn't seem too confident about it. No, it was his. It was the original news that broke out of a new Power Rangers movie in development coming out. There was no big talk of who's going to be in it, what the plan is for it. Just hey, you remember Power Rangers? Well, here's a new reboot movie to kick it all back off again. Here's a logo. Wait, yeah, you go. (laughs) Yeah, logo sick. And then 
nothing, nothing, nothing. And then here's a standard, you know, teaser trailer. You're like, oh, yeah, I see difference. See I something see, in it. I see something not like Power Rangers. Yeah. But right. it's a trailer. We can work from there. So the it had a budget of $105 million. That's pretty standard, I guess. For standard. a bigger action movie, it's quite low. But for a Power Rangers movie, it's what you'd expect. Yeah. The box office only rated in $85 million, So that's what we call a flop, boys. It is a flop. Um, I looked up. Any ratings I look up ever are just going to be Rotten Tomatoes, just disclaimer. I don't, know, I don't know if that's like the Wikipedia of movies. Like I, think, I it. think it's realistically that yeah. is the main source of ratings. I go to it because there's two numbers. There's the Rotten Tomatoes, which is critics. Yep. This one was 50%. Ooh. Dead in the middle. Ooh. All right. But the audience was 65. 65. So, you can understand because it's more people coming up from their yeah. childhood being like, Look, Some people liked it. Yeah. Some people were like, this is what we have. Maybe the next one will be good. Maybe. Maybe. But alas, that next one was never to be because they're already rebooting it again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the I I followed this religiously after this movie came out. What, when it did come out, at first I saw it at the cinemas and I liked it. I, I did like it because I think I was just caught in the trip of nostalgia of it's Power Rangers, it's, it's new um, and it's been given a budget so it's not the old corny shit I'm used to. So I kind of liked it and then... Then I just got religiously involved in it and, you know, looking to see, fuck, when's the sequel going to be coming out? What's the plan for it? And all this. And then, you know, as the, as the weeks passed on, the reviews came in, the box office tallies came in, and then I start thinking about the movie again, being like, yeah, you know what? It wasn't that good of a movie, was it? And, you know, after a couple of months of speculation and that of if there is actually going to be anything further on this series due to how poorly it did perform, um, you get the the news that Saban himself had sold his rights once again to Hasbro um, and cancelled all plans of a future series. And they did have original plans with Lionsgate to produce five, six or seven movies. That's now all in the bin. Gone. Because now Hasbro owned the rights and, as you said, another reboot is on its way with Paramount Pictures. And with Hasbro being involved, I, I'm not confident. <laughs> yeah. <There's laughs> just, you, give a, you just give a toy company some some rights or something, and they go, all right, how can we make more toys? Just watch a trailer for any of the Transformers movies, and your confidence will be shot. Like, yeah, basically. But this movie, this Power Rangers movie, uh, I'll just give you a quick brief of the plot in case you forgot, because it's an incredibly forgettable movie. Yep. Um, five misfit uh, teenagers from high school, all in their early to mid twenties, uh, they stumble across an alien rock formation. These coin things give them powers, and then, of course, from that they discover they're part of a bigger picture or a bigger alien invasion. It's all happening very conveniently right now when they found it. Correct. Couldn't have happened, you know, six days before they found it. Uh, No, no, no. It it falls into place very well. Um, But they all come from sort of like, you know, broken homes or they have their own problems and stuff, which is quite interesting. You know, I thought they were going to go a bit more into that because they have to overcome their own demons and then 
overcome this also giant alien threat. They're all sort of loners and renegades and stuff, and they have to learn to work together and become a team of Power Rangers. None of that really happens. <laughs> uh, boy, boy. So, Adam, boy. Uh, you liked it? You like that? Fuck, uh, I already forgot. Look. <laughs> I was going to try and jam that. <laughs> yeah, we, we have to jam that in there. I think, I, I look, honestly, I didn't expect to come into the podcast now so early of me actually not liking something. I thought this was going to be very far down the track of me not liking something and you may be liking it. But we've gone episode two. I don't like it. I don't like it. I rewatched it last night just to get it fresh because I only watched it the ones at the cinemas because of, well, if you've seen it, you understand why I only saw it once at the cinemas. And I just uh, don't like it. <laughs> I, don't, I can't go full into it yet. I, I just I, don't like it. I have not thought about this movie. I watched it yesterday and I have not thought about it. You can't it think about this movie. Because it's just nothing. There's nothing to think about It's not in a Power Rangers movie for it's, a start. It's not a Power Rangers movie. Mm. So that, that's, that's why I'm excited on this to hear how you thought about this movie compared to myself who grew up on Power Rangers and knows a lot about them and where the differences lie with me. So from a Power Rangers fan, I don't like this. I like very, very small, tiny parts uh, in the movie that don't affect anything other than, oh, yeah, that was a pretty cool moment. Yeah. But not as a movie as a whole. If they called it like... If they were guaranteed a franchise and they called this one like Dawn of the Rangers or something, not straight up Power Rangers, all the yeah. trailers have them in their suits and stuff. Because like what, what I'm alluding to is you don't see, you see one of the Ranger costumes for like four seconds Yes, in the middle and then at the hour 30 mark of a two hour and three minute movie, they all transform and become Power Rangers. And that's the... It's the part that just fucks me in the head. It's just there's too much origin, yeah, for a reboot movie, and the, and they don't have the chemistry that the filmmakers thought they had. No, they are quite good together individually. I think they're all pretty good together. They're fine. It's it's, it's kind of hard to believe that they're like in a movie like this where you have a larger group of people coming together to you know, stop a greater evil, some bullshit like that. You expect those group to really blend like a family. Yeah. I did not feel family in this no, group no, no, no. at all. Even even at the points where, I mean, I can't even say points, there's minimal points where they needed <laughs> to come together really to, to, to be a family in this young group of, of kids trying to defend the earth. You just don't get that. It's just five angsty teens that just basically all in detention coincidentally together and yeah. Because usually the structure of one of these movies is like there'll be a bit of an origin and then there'll be a fight or something in the middle. Yeah. Like an action sequence in the middle where they lose and then they have to go back later and then there's the bigger action sequence at the end. The action sequence in the middle of this is the villain just kind of confronts one of them and yeah. then confronts all of them but they're not power rangers she just like locks them up and then lets them go this is a, this so there's they don't have that middle climax which no. raises the stakes no you just get there, there's no fucking stakes <laughs> in this movie there is <laughs> no drama stake. they go oh they're trying to get this crystal and it'll fucking destroy the earth okay and you're yeah like, that's simple i like that <laughs> I, that's a point yeah but no one else fucking knows about it no it's literally just these five kids 
this talking robot and Brian Cranston's face on the wall. Yeah. And obviously Rita being the main villain are the only ones I know about this fucking Zeo crystal that is underneath a Krispy Kreme out of all places. It has to be a Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Product placement at its finest, I believe. I was okay with them saying Krispy Kreme because I was like, okay, that's real life. But fuck me, do they hammer it in. They must have had a contract like you have to say it this many times. Yeah. Because Jesus Christ, they say it so many times. It's too much Krispy Kreme. It's just too much. And so you get that and there's no real threat to Angel Grove at all because no one fucking knows that the Earth is technically in trouble. All they know is that oh, there's this big weird-ass gold monster in the middle of this one street. It's not like a massive city sort of thing. No. It's just like... Yeah, the street's the barely street, populated. Yeah. There's nothing there. But then, coincidentally, at the end of it, there's a lot of people on the street. Yeah. By the end of it, you're like... <laughs> sorry, just a Facebook tweet or tweet something go out there like, there's <laughs> fucking shit going on down at Krispy Kreme. Why don't you go check it out? And then of the, like, six people that the the monster's threatening one just happens to be one of the Power Rangers dads. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Just so they could have that little moment. So. Which, let's just... The dad, the same dad from Brightburn, if anyone's seen Brightburn. The, one of my notes is he's the exact same guy. He's character. the exact same guy. Like, I recently watched that fair. movie. I watched, that, I watched Brightburn recently and I'm like, it's a bit of a dick. Yeah. And you get here and I'm like, holy shit, it's the same dad. He's a bit of a dick. He's doing the same thing. He's, he's the same like, dad. You're just a shit dad. He's trying to get a point across by being stern, but you're just a bit of a knob. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you're just a dick. Just, okay, take it. just take a step back. Anyway, so the movie starts, we sort of get everyone's individual introductions, sort of. Some of them are just kind of brushed over as like a girl in the distance. And then, yeah. And then she's just there as part of the group. Yeah, you're not really, you're not really given like a, a proper individual uh, really. Look into every character. Yeah, it's like you get you get, you get um, David Montgomery's character, Jason Scott, who, being the Red Ranger, is the leader of the Ranger. Ideally, is always going to get the main spotlight. So you get him, obviously, at the start, know exactly about who he is. Jock, footballer, um, you know, toughish, uh, heart of gold. Yeah, heart of gold sort of guy. Nice guy. You get that. And then you get uh, Billy Cranston, played by uh, RJ Siler, who, fuck, he was probably one of the greatest. He's good. One of the greatest people in this movie. He's really good. I really like Acting him. Acting-wise, was fucking brilliant. Because that sort of, that sort of when, when someone writes a character on the spectrum into a movie, mm. it's usually really fucking insulting. Yeah. Like, they play it up and they're like, bleh, 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 I'm bleh. Yeah, they really... It's like, that's not what being on the spectrum is. Yeah, no, no. Whereas this guy, he had his little tics and his tweaks. And well, he, he's, he's all, funny. Yeah, he just rides the line of being annoying and being sort of respectful to the yeah. people on the spectrum. Yeah, 100%. And, he's just, just not. and he's just funny. He's just... Yeah, he's just funny. He has, he's a, good, he has a great bit of comedic relief. Yeah. Where it's like, you, you, you feel for, you know, this, um, this character that, of being on the spectrum... And, but you sort of forget about it mm. because of these little witty remarks that he makes, and you think he's kind of annoying, but he's just cute. Yeah, he's it's just, just like, adorable. Ah, it's just him. Like, he's, right. he's fucking adorable. He's just a bit of a nerd. Yeah. Um, I don't remember any of the names. I'm sorry. I don't. That's alright. I can do this. So you had um, who's the Aladdin girl? Kim. So the Aladdin girl is. <laughs> it's an issue when even I don't fucking know this movie is so fucking forgettable it's insane I'm gonna have to quickly look it because I believe that she's playing Kimberly Hart uh, 
Anyway, so two of the two, two of the main actors in this movie, which is which didn't help the franchise, got really fucking famous after this. Mm. Like she went on to, she went on to be in Aladdin, whatever her name. Yeah, is. yeah, okay, yeah. So um, uh, yeah, Naomi Scott, Scott, Scott yeah. yeah. So she plays Kimberly Hart. Yeah, That's she went on to be in Aladdin. Massive movie. She's going to have a career after that. Yeah. Uh, Dacre Montgomery went into Stranger Things. Definitely going to have a killed career that role. And obviously, Snatch just it. the main point I'll put out there: the dude. Was in a Make Them Suffer video. So for all our metal fans out there, shout out watch, Australian Metalcore. Shout out Make Them Suffer, Old Souls, Bang a Track, good video. Starting point with Dave Montgomery. Let's move on from that. Thanks <laughs> in fucking Power Rangers 2017. Yeah, we. I'm pretty sure we can figure about that one. Yeah, so happy. yeah, so they all sort of get introduced, and then they just kind of stay together the whole time. Yeah, sort of reluctantly. You don't yeah, know if they I, want to or not. No, it's it's a really like. It's just it's just not clear. No, they sort of that a lot of them they're ending up together at a bit of a bit of a coincidence mm. sort of point where for some reason five kids all want to hang around this fucking mining dam. Quarry, yeah. In a, an empty quarry with fucking construction shit going on and they just happen to be there all Is at it? the same time when they blow up this rock and end up finding the power stones. And the security are like the LA riot squad. They come like screaming with cars. It's just like this massive action sequence. I was just like that might have been a joke that I just missed, but I was just like, is this really this stupid? Yeah. It, it's, it, it might be this stupid. Like, if you, this movie's just stupid. It, so. it, there's so much stupidness <laughs> to this movie. Um, I'll just briefly say, I'm pretty sure we can just say, we're not giving you a spoiler warning for this movie either. Anyway. Don't watch it. Because basically, either you've watched it because you're a Power Rangers fan and <laughs> wanted to watch it, or you're going to listen to this podcast. You're still not going to watch it. We don't want you to watch this movie. I'm, I'm telling you as a fan, don't watch this movie. Just listen to us talk shit about it because it's a shit movie. So a big problem with this is it doesn't know who it's for. No. So it's it's directly targeted at the young audience, Twilight, Maze Runner, Hunger Games market. Yes. It's made, it's shot exactly like that. It's told exactly like that. When there's an emotional beat, there's a big American slow cover of stand by me mm. it's like you're you're feeling things you have to be sad yeah you're a young teenager high school's really hard mm. but the older power rangers fans are going to hate that because we're yeah. going to be like this is just cheesy schlock yes and younger power rangers fans are not going to see any power rangers and they're going to be like what the fuck is this yeah a kid would be like mum you full-on wasted my time <laughs> so yeah so the way i look at it as you know who this is sort of targeted for is like it's really not targeted towards any form of Power Rangers fan. No. So you had the original kids like myself who you know grew up on that first original series of Power Rangers, which as those series were back then, it was like 60 episodes long for series one. Yeah. Most people would watch probably the first series, the second and maybe third, and then they're a bit older going into, you know, uh, almost maybe high school and shit or whatever getting out of that phase because, you know, they've got to be, you know, bigger people now and yeah. get into what's cool. Power Rangers back then were still targeted as child, younger kids. Yeah, and the studio show. behind this movie pray that people like me and you don't watch it because yeah. we're going to be like, this is fucking garbage. And, and then your podcast and we're going to say this is fucking garbage. Exactly right. So and they want that in-between. This They're trying to find that in-between, but it's so hard to get that in-between because it's such a specific movie of a franchise that it was only catered to a specific group of people. Exactly. So you have the younger ones and then you have the young kids now 
because the series is still going, they're still moving on to new yeah. uh, new story arcs and all that. Those kids are still too young to know what this reboot is about. Exactly. And yeah, yeah. how different it is, they're not even going to understand it as Power Rangers to no. begin with. And so they- there's no there's no actual fan of Power Rangers that should be watching this. It'll be people like us who know the original ones and want to get that nostalgic hit. Yeah. Which you don't get. No. At all. <laughs> And, so, and like a young, uh, the young adult market, uh, it's the phone generation, right? So you need yeah. something happening like all the time. This doesn't have that. No. Like, yeah, there's a lot of nice moments between the people, but like mm. teenagers' eyes are going to glaze over. You need something yeah. happening. You need something flashy. There's not enough happening no. in it. And it's it's apparent by, you know, like the blatant timestamps in this movie of when bigger events happen. So you expecting a Power Rangers movie to see Power Rangers fairly quickly. Yeah. Now, granted, the, the opening scene starts off with just shit that I didn't expect Nonsense. to see. I, it looked like Prometheus. It looked like a poor man's Prometheus yeah. in coloured suits. So you have Zordon and his team, who Zordon being the big guy on the wall, played by Brian Cranston, um, the sort of leader of recruiting the Power Rangers in the original series and such. Um, uh, is the Red Ranger himself. And, again, this is a type of movie where you don't know why shit's happening straight away, but there's some fight going on. It's on Earth, and you see the Green Ranger is Rita Repulsa, which doesn't make sense at all. Um, and... He Zordon, Zordon calls on Alpha 5 to bring out a meteor to kill them to stop Rita from destroying the Earth, I'm guessing. And you have that quick glimpse of them as the Rangers and then turn into aliens, straight up yeah. Prometheus aliens. And you're just gone. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> I'm sorry, like, in the original series and that, we've had a lot of monsters, alien-looking creatures, but never like that, where you were like, Hold on, is this is this Alien? Am I watching like a shit spin-off of Alien or something? Yeah, where this is doesn't this going? Make sense. Yeah. Like, what's what's happening here? And then you're like, okay, this is an origin story. We know we're going to get them finding out that they're Power Rangers. You don't expect it to be forty minutes until you see one of them, just one of them in their suit for three to four seconds. It's it's just by a accident. visual gag, yeah, and it's completely by accident, yeah, because for them to morph, they have to feel it. They gotta feel them all. Oh, it's so saccharine. And I'm like, oh. and that's another a... problem with this. Like, it's just it's so po-faced, and it's trying. It should be campy. It should be silly as hell. It should be goofy. Like when it tries to be goofy, it's just annoying. Like when they're jumping yeah. out of the chasm and stuff like yeah, that. And it's, uh... If you want it to be a realistic movie, they wouldn't do that. The characters yeah. wouldn't do that. But if you want it to be Power Rangers, they should be like, what, and do like. Naruto hand symbols or some shit, and they're something like, dumb, something dumb and it stupid. It has to be more stupid. Amazing. This amazing. movie had to be more stupid. And you, you, generally, you don't tend to want to say that about a movie. Absolutely not. You don't want a movie to be stupid. No. But this needed to be And stupid. it is stupid. Please don't put me on record as saying this movie isn't stupid. It's not campy. It should yeah. be campy. And that's the, the saving grace. Well, it's not the saving grace because it doesn't fix the movie. Elizabeth Banks as Rita Repulsa is perfect towing that line 
because she is yeah. ridiculous. Her performance is ridiculous. Yeah, and I, I was can, like, yeah. and when I was watching her, I was like, this, this is what it should have been because she's like, she's really hamming it up and I can the give scenery. that. I can give that as as being on the right track to where this movie could have yeah. gone to. For this movie, I'm not comparing yeah. it to the campiness it's of the old definitely, one. Definitely, definitely completely different yeah. to the original Rita Repulsa, but for the plans of making this reboot, yeah. her as Rita Repulsa and how they portrayed her and how she really gave that performance yeah. was perfectly on the line of where that movie she should have been so going good. as that I wouldn't have changed. No. All her monologues and stuff when she's like threatening the kid. When she's in that gold shop and she's like doing the weird moves and her face just is like some random junkie on the street and, and she just wants like, a bit of fucking yeah. gold. And she's like shoving go- necklaces into her mouth and stuff. I was like, this is great. Yeah, the only she is great. The, the, just the one part that I, I have to I would want to take away is when she's found in the bottom of the ocean and she's all shriveled up and disgusting looking in the fishnet. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, ooh. Bit nightmarish. Gonna scare kids. Gonna scare kids. It might even scare the younger teenagers. Look, I was a bit shocked when I saw it. I was like, ooh. And then they have that first where Zordon sort of shows her as the vision and it's like jump scares and stuff. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I saw this when I was 14 in a theatre, I would have shit my pants. Yeah, I think it really really sort of like split the tone of the movie. And that's going back to the tone. It's just all over the place. Yeah. It it doesn't know what it wants to be. Is this going to be a more darker type of movie? It's an identity crisis of a movie. Yeah, which is like you could have had that. You just portray on that and just and lead with that as her being a more evil and very demonic type of witch. Yeah, and it would have worked. But yeah, just those original nightmare visions and that, and just seeing her shrivel up and then the 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 subtle jump scares. I'm just like very scared. Yeah, and then you see her later like hamming it up, doing a monologue, like moving all weird, and you're like. Okay. Yeah, well, is she the scary lady from before? Is she this like exactly theater, right? As, like the moment she she gets like in, you know, fully resurrected, I guess, and has her green suit and all that, and her and a golden staff. I'm like, all right, we can settle now. She's she's set. She Evil can just bit. be the villain. Evil just, looking. Yeah. Now she can just be the villain. Play it right. Good. We'll play on that. And it was she was. Brilliant. She, it was yeah, brilliant she's just, the rest of it. I'm just a big fan of her already, so I'm a bit biased because I think she is one yeah, of the funniest, she is, she's one of the funniest humans in the she world. She is absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the the other big point is Golda. So Golda just fucking ruins me. Just big CG, goopy, not interesting looking like mess. I understand it's hard to bring across from the source material the type of villains that we had in the original series to try and make something fresh and new for this reboot. But I think just creating this complete golden weed mess. Yeah, it doesn't look like anything. It honestly, because I can see the brief outline of Golda, the wings, the, um, the overall shape and stuff is there, but it, it's so hard to differentiate when you are so used to seeing just this winged golden wolf creature in the original series to now just being, he was never there. He was just raised up from all this gold and is now just this colossal golden winged creature whose only job is to reach down into Krispy Kreme, pull out a crystal. That's, That's very important. 
Krispy Kreme. Again, we're giving <laughs> Krispy Kreme some fucking free advertising now. Yeah. It was just a plot for Krispy Kreme. And it's it's just these little villain things where it really brings it down for me because a big part of Power Rangers is their villain presence. Yeah. And just interesting design. Like even though they were silly rubber costumes, they were silly rubber costumes with love put into them. Exactly. Like, they looked it gave cool. them character. Yeah. It made them individual. Yeah. And the, the, putty, issue, the putties in this are just like some rocks. Yeah. I, I don't Look, understand. I, I, I could honestly be fine with if they and made like the putties, <laughs> if they made the putties something else, because obviously in the show, they were just guys in fucking gray, just gray <laughs> fucking tight suits with this weird ass face and loose fucking gardening gloves. Listen to our mood change talking about the original series. It makes me happy talking yeah. about this old shit. They were so fucking stupid. It made no sense. And I'm happy if they didn't bring those back in for this. But you don't change from that to rocks. It just doesn't rocks. fucking work, man. Just rocks. I, I don't, yeah, it was very strange. And it's not like, they're not threatening. The putties aren't threatening at all. No. Because they're, no. like, roughly the same height as the Power Rangers. And yeah. And there's about six of them. Yeah, exactly. The putties back then, they just appeared out of nowhere and they just went... Yeah. That's the best part about the putties. It's just the noise of the just... <laughs> you don't get that. Here, you just get a bunch of rocks moving around, not making any fucking noise at all. Yeah, Goldar doesn't make any noise. He just, like, stomps around. Nothing. Goldar in the show is just, we will defeat the Power Rangers once and for all. Brilliant. Now you're just getting just walking. They down should the sprinkle some of that in. Needed like, something. You can have a you can have your co-face serious movie, but like like Elizabeth Banks is doing. Elizabeth Banks? Jesus Christ. Yes. yes I was it. just it. saying it. You got it. We it's, it's very late at night. It's very late at night. It's no it's no excuse. Um like she sprinkles in the camp every now and then, and it's perfect. Like you could have done that with Goldar as well. Like you could have made him do something stupid. I don't know. Could have been stub his toe on a building or something. They really, just, they, something they really stupid. just try to make it like Rita was the only villain who was trying to, you know, take over, take over the yeah. earth and that. And she's not that threatening. And if you really, if they're really looking at the plot of this movie, and before they all get cancelled and that. Let's say their their future endeavors were to bring in um, more villains from uh, in the original series, like with like Lord Zed, who was the overruler, looked at overlooks Raider and all that. Yeah, you got to think by them doing this iteration, how will they then bring in others? Because then it's just going to completely change the game again. Yeah, and it's going to be completely different You've again. You've already threatened the entire world with the core of the Earth. Exactly or right. The crystal was so you can't really raise that. Because then it's like even with the ending of this movie, how it ended, you still, I, I still struggle to think of how this movie would then progress. Yeah, because in in the original series, they never defeated Raider in the first series after sixty episodes. And countless waves of monsters were still there. Yeah. And then it escalated to newer villains. Lord Zed came into the equation and all that. And the Power Rangers were still going, still fighting to defend the Earth. This, which was a big part of my notes, were... So at an hour and 30 minutes, five seconds, you get the full Power Rangers in their suits for the first time. Finally. An hour and 30 fucking minutes. It's ins- it is one of the most baffling choices in a movie I've ever seen. Because guaranteed, when I was I've looking, seen a lot of fucking movies. When you look at the timestamp, you go, 
All right, so it's taken an hour and 30 to get into it, to get them into their suits finally. And then you see that there's only half an hour left. I could not believe it. You've gone, oh. I, I thought something was wrong with the stream or something. I just couldn't believe that there was only going to be 30 minutes yeah. of Power Rangers. <laughs> That's what you had time for. And you're like, well, okay, well, obviously, because there's going to be like a little couple minutes at the end there where, you know, after it's done, the story, the, plot, the plot's done, it's going to die down and fizzle out to whatever's going to be next. So you, it drops it even more and you're like, fuck. There's not a lot of time. And even at this point, Rita hasn't even executed a plan no. properly yet. She hasn't even raised gold out at this point. No. She's just about to. Yeah. So you're an hour and a half. You finally got them in their morph suits. They're, they're now the Power Rangers. And I say that and I hate saying it because I look at them all and I've gone, you're just miniature Transformers. Yeah. But even before you go on with that, even within the context, even within the rules of this movie, they had 11 days. Yes. Right? And the point of the movie is, oh, they haven't been already, they haven't been ready for 11 days. Yes. Why, why did you do that? You can have them not ready for six days and then they, they're they ready to go and they face something, I don't know, on yeah. the sixth day. Yeah. And then on the 11th day, they're ready to go against Rita. Yeah. That, that it makes no sense for them to not be ready until a lot of it just doesn't late. make sense. The, the the it's like forced stakes. It's like oh, you have to be anxious about this. Yeah, but you're not anxious because you've just sat through an hour and a half of fucking nothing. Exactly right. And when you get to that point of finally seeing them, you don't even get any like satisfaction out of it. No, you're not satisfied to actually see them now as the Power Rangers because you've had so much to take in in this initial ninety minutes. We've just gone, yeah. Just, you just don't care. There is yeah. no stakes. There's nothing yet. No. And, and it comes to fruition where they go out, they take on a couple of putties. Um, being rock monsters, they just keep coming back up from the earth. Seems like they're never ending. And then they get their Zords. I have a big issue with the Zords as well. Because they look like terrible. fucking garbage. The green screen, like when it when it shows the front of the Zord and their their faces just like green yeah, screen. In, it was so funny. It's there, and it's like the original Zords <clears throat> looked great, and they could still look great now. Yeah, because they were blatant dinosaurs, and it made a whole lot of sense. When you look at them now, I know, I know it's trying to be modern, and I hate that I'm always referring back to the source of the original show, but when you are trying to modernise something too much and it takes away everything from the original and the original source, you just get a mess. There was looking... no point in us to, as Power Rangers fans, to watch it. No. Because it's looked... a transform. Like you said, it's a Transformers movie. And that's what these fucking swords look like. <laughs> you look at them and you go on, I can see a little bit of colour on each one of them. I can kind of make out what they represent, but it's a muddled metal mess. Yeah, and the CG, like, they move sort of in slow motion and it's like, it's that Transformers problem where you can't follow it. Yeah, because you're just watching this blur of metal colours yeah. move around and apparently hit something. And you try, like, when you're watching a movie, you do everything you can to be in that movie and believe that this movie is happening. Yeah. But they just look so stupid. The CG looks so stupid in this little town. With six and people running around scared underneath them. And obviously you can tell that there was probably an issue with the budget for this movie when they get into their Zords and they lift up their face mask. Straight away. The whole time they're in their Zords, they're not full helmets. Although I'm glad they did that because they give the Power Rangers helmets lips that don't move. 
Yeah. There's a couple of lines of dialogue when they're in the helmets with the lips not moving, and I was just like, I'm so uncomfortable. I know that. (laughs) That's fine because it it resonates to the original source where they did have that. Granted, the lips weren't as prominent in the original helmets. These are like They were still there. These were thick, boy, like, like Kardashian injected fucking ready to suck some thick lips. Yeah. But... Uh, it, it still it still took away from the whole time that they're they're doing that and they're not really any hand to hand combat fighting. I'm not looking at Power Rangers because their yeah, their the helmets up and they're just showing their faces. So it's like, well, they're just sort of wearing a a superpower space suit, yeah, in individual colors, yeah. And it's like, they're not <laughs> and they're not doing suits. anything with them because they're sitting in a fucking giant robot. Exactly right. They jump to the invincible. Fight. Too quick, like they give them the hand to hand combat for two minutes of them fighting a couple of putties, and you're like, All right, that's cool, that's straight up Power Rangers shit. When you do see the costumes, do you like those costumes? Do you like these costumes? No, okay, oh, no, fucking it's hard. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like the design, it's too much. It's... I don't, I don't, I do, I don't. It's it, it, it's like if you gave Iron Man just fucking lights and everything yeah, everywhere as opposed to just his chest. The colours are fine. I'm fine with the colours. The colours make sense. It's fine. It shows who they are. But, yeah, the overall design is too alienistic. It's too muddled. And then it goes back to budget as well because it zooms. Like, if you see their hand or something, they're just wearing, like, bike gloves that are painted. Yeah. And it, it just yeah. looks, It's, it's, it's so more of a nano suit than anything. It's not an actual suit suit. And it reminded me of Crisis. Remember that game, yeah, Crisis? Yeah, yeah, yeah very Crisisy. Um, and yeah, so the whole time I'm watching this fight happen, it's like you're not looking at Power Rangers fighting because the Zords look like shit, Goldar looks like shit, and you shouldn't even be a worthy opponent anyway. And then the big part is the big part of the Power Rangers and the Zords is coming together, making the Megazord. It was just a transformer. Yeah, you don't not a have... particularly interesting looking one either. No, it's literally just a stationary robot. Yeah, like it has no distinctive features, and he has no purpose because he just like trips Goldar over, and that's how they win. Yeah, if anything, you'd think, well, he's only taking on Goldar. Shouldn't just five individuals or you can do that. This. Yeah, that should be no, fine. And it's just a woman, like just squash he's her. He's not putting up much of a fight. But okay, let's put the Megazord together to try and appease the fans and not actually have any yeah. characteristic features about him. You don't see, you barely see any individual parts of their Zords come together to create the Megazord. My theory is that none of that was in it. And then halfway through like the production, they learned that there wasn't going to be a sequel. So they were like, fuck, we have to put this fan service in. We <laughs> have to put the Megazord in. We have to put the Zords in. We have yeah. to we have to get rid of Rita altogether, otherwise it's not a satisfying ending if it's just a standalone movie, yeah. which it is. Yes. So then they fucking scrambled. They went to the VFX and they were like, "Holy shit! Please put something together." Oh yeah, they got down on all fours and just went, yeah. "Whatever you need to do, just, just do it. Just do it." We fucking need something to. So then out. you get about three and a half minutes of Megazord very slowly running towards Goldar. Yeah. And then he sort of like suplexes him, and that's it. And and like <laughs> there's only. Yeah. Probably, uh, I don't know if I counted. I counted in my head, but I didn't write it down. There's literally only about four wide shots of um, Megazord. Yeah. And then the rest is what you were saying before. It's just like cutting to the faces. Yeah. Of just like them saying stupid, dumb shit and like. 
all trying to control different parts together. Which goes back to my point of there being no stakes because you're like, well, what what is even happening? You're, you're just watching teenagers talk to each other on a mobile phone, essentially. Yeah, basically. You're not, I don't want to watch that. You're not given any reason to sort of think that they're not going to win or that there's any oh, chance. There is of, no, yeah. You know, instantly like, well, they're going to stop them. Yeah. Even when they fall into the fire, you're just like, okay, like they're yeah. going to get up. It's yeah. fine. They're not going to kill them all at the end of this no, movie. That's not how this goes. It'd be a, probably be a better movie if it did. And then, and before all that, they have the nerve to put the original theme song in when they're running in the zoos. <sighs> they're just like, just, and that was another. That's what made me feel like in the edit they were scrambling, and they were like, "Yeah, put, need put the song more in. fan service. It'll look cool in the trailer, and fans will go, okay." okay and then cool. they, if, but see, this is where they completely fucking rub it in your face. Is that is is the ending where. They defeat Goldarn Reader and they're looking out. All the townspeople are somehow so many of them come out and all like, <laughs> it's that standard like street chatter of just. <laughs> Everything is fucking destroyed. Where are all the corpses? Like, so Nothing. many people no must have dead. died. <laughs> no, no, one's, no one's fucking dead. And then they have the hide to just put in the original Pink and Green Ranger, Amy Jo Johnson and Jason David Frank. As random Angel Grove citizen bystanders who just lift up their phones and that cringy smile go, <laughs> take photos and you're like, ah. okay, they put them in their colors. So they gave Jason David Frank green shirt, put Amy Joe Johnson a pink jacket. You're like, oh, you scre- you're reaching for the fucking stars now. So I didn't notice audacity. that. I, I did not notice that. And I, I guarantee most people didn't. <laughs> if people got that far without rolling their eyes and shit and thinking how much of a pathetic fight that was, might not have noticed it. But they put it in, in, in frame perfectly just to, so people who knew them go, oh, look, it's the originals and shit. And you go, yeah, but why? Why? You really just wanted to throw so a bit of, of fan movie, service yeah. in there. So much of this movie is just why? Why did you do that? Yeah. Why is away, this bit in it? You can get away with movies throwing in fan service. Yeah, of if course. If it's a good movie. Of course. But not when you have to rely on fan service no. to have a good movie, which no. didn't fucking happen anyway. And there's... It was just one final reach. Like, okay, the, we've got to give these people 10 grand each to show up on set for a day. Yeah. And hope fans will be like, okay, that's fine. They're there. Yeah. Um, and the movie ends. They just throw Rita into space and she, like yeah, Team Rocket. They slap Rita yeah, into space. like Team Rocket and she like floats into <laughs> space. It looks so fucking Blasting stupid. off again and then yeah. just freezes in, in fucking Earth's atmosphere above so the yeah, sky. Your big, fucking... your big Earth threat just got swatted away. Damn, like, she's gone. I suppose that's meant to be funny, but it's just annoying because it's just, like. Yeah, it wasn't funny. I didn't laugh at all. I just did it. And they tried to make that joke of, you just slap her? Yeah. No. <laughs> Did but it's kind of just like, yeah, fuck you, audience. Like you sat through all of that just for this to happen. Yeah, the way that line is them saying you you sat through this. That was them that. slapping right out of the out of out of the sky, but also slapping the audience in the face, being like, ha, yeah. "You thought you were getting a good fucking reboot." Have you, you enjoyed the last slap. twenty minutes? Because that's all you get, and that's what it was. So the way I put down the ending was so out of from when you get them morphing. Into their Power Rangers suits, finally, you have 20 minutes of Power Rangers. That is all the time you get of the Power Rangers doing shit that makes sense in a movie. And you get them, they defeat Rita, they defeat Goldar, everything's all hunky-dory, and then that's it. Jason goes back to Zordon, says, you know, we defended this, we did good. If time comes, 
we'll come back and we'll know to help again. Yeah, yeah. You've just you you've created Power Rangers to work for twenty minutes, and that's it. Yeah. Put it down. Wash our hands. It's done. But even then, within the rules of the movie, again, they shouldn't even exist. Like there is no way Zordon would have sacrificed himself to let just a random kid he doesn't like or know live. Yeah. Like, Zordon is obsessed with coming back to life. Because he understands. He's one of the few people that understands the threat of Rita. Yeah. And, and what is possible, obviously, because they're fucking aliens. But then he sees, like, they're a bit sad about that dead friend, and he's like, oh, no, nah, I won't come back. Yeah. But and just, it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Um, he just wouldn't do that. No. How did you find Brian Cranston's performance as Zordon, though? But it was the easiest paycheck of his life. Without a doubt. He just yelled a couple of times. Yeah. But not even a good Heisenberg yell like he does <laughs> in Breaking the, Bad. No, like, minimal Heisenberg was, was Brian Cranston was can apparent. yell, but he doesn't yell in this. Yeah. So, yeah. He can I barely found, tell it's him. Yeah, he was pretty stock standard um, as a face on the wall would be. Uh, you shouldn't expect much from it anyway. So Bill Hader dips in, in and out of his own voice to remind you that it's Bill Hader. Yeah, yeah. So, I am the biggest Bill Hader fan in the world, and he annoyed the fuck out of me in this It was because he was just not consistent at all. I know. I, I love Bill Hader. He's fucking uh, one of the greatest humans in the world. He's so Especially dumb. right now. He's on a streak. 100%. And when, when I see him as Alpha 5, I'm like, yeah, okay, Bill Hader's that annoying guy that could play an annoying robot. Makes sense. And I I love, I did I did enjoy his performance as Alpha 5, but I do agree there were very annoying parts. And, and he looks shit as well. Like, the CG yeah, was terrible. Is, the design is very, was terrible. Is very, but again, it goes back to the original was just a person in a very, very robotic suit <laughs> with a flying saucer as a head. I can understand that they still need to change it, but you just, you made a little pop belly alien. Yeah. With like a planet. Yeah, he's got like a beer belly. Yeah, and he, bad he has a fucking pop belly, bad posture. And he does have ones that are funny and they do call back, um, they do give more fan service um, when they're in their training simulation and Bill Hader gets knocked down, sorry, Alpha 5 gets knocked down and he just gets up and goes, ay, ay, ay. Mm. It's a big line for the original Alpha 5 yeah. in the series. Said differently, but I'm like, okay, at least they let him say it <laughs> in some capacity. I'll let that one fly as well. Um, so we've been pretty harsh on this so far. Is there anything you do like about this? There's honestly, there's just more things I want to tell you much I hate about uh, it. All right. I'll say that okay, later. We'll get to that in just in, in a yeah. moment. We'll end on something. We'll end on something good. <laughs> but one part that really fucking <laughs> irked me was when they find the power coins and the the LA riot come in because fucking kids are messing around in a quarry. So weird. They get in the van and the van gets hit by a fucking train. Oh yeah. And then you get the cutscene to them all yeah. in bed at home, all fine, hunky dory, no issues, and they got and they're all super strong. Tell me that fucking story. So convenient they're like, oh I don't remember. I feel fine. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care if you got hit by a train and you now have superpowers and everything's fine. I want to know how. That could be an early team up movie, like one of them's trapped or something, and they help. Yeah, and they, they help them out, they and then they're like, powers. "Oh, we can like, yeah, oh, we can work strong. together. We're strong. Something, something's happened. We care if this person dies because no, we saved him. Exactly. But no, but no, no you get that. you get the faith of Black of 
oh, we're awake, we're fine. You got, did the movie just jump? And it's honestly not. It should. It's not a runtime thing because the movie's two hours no, long. Like that's exactly. appropriate. You could have had another ten minutes there. Because then the issue I found was later on when after they get back together because they're like, yo, something's weird. We're all strong. We can jump high and shit. And they make jump across the chasm. Yeah, that that little. And they all just start jumping across. Poor CGI. You fucking know they're on strings. It's really portrayed poorly. And you get Jason jump across, and as he lands and rolls on his stomach, spits up blood. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you can you, you jump across, take a bit of a stumble when you start spitting up blood, but you get hit by a train and you're sitting there just fucking throwing hands at the air because he woke up yeah. after a nightmare or something shit. Yeah. What? You got hit by a <laughs> fucking train. Why is that no I don't disagree with you. I, just, I have no logical, <laughs> I have no logical retort. You about why. It was like, oh, fucking. <laughs> so that, that part really fucking affected me. Like, just. Let <sighs> me just calm down for a sec. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else I can badly say before we fucking move on um the cast is fine They're, like it's all the very fine is definitely the chemistry fine. is fine it's just not as believable I'm as fine it with the cast. it's just the writing of the movie yeah the writing is not good at all um there's just so many uh they'll get it moments yeah so like like rita letting old mate live when she just had her there and she could have killed him and Rita would have known that if she killed that girl that night, they wouldn't have been able to morph because they weren't a team. Yeah. What, the deal is so stupid. So the only... You would find it eventually just... I don't know, man. That was just like... That was a huge plot hole for me. It's a big... See, another big thing was when they... like When they killed Billy. Yeah. And Rita has them all at the docks and is getting information about where the crystal is. And then just kills Billy. And at that moment you go... Yeah, but he's not dead, but yeah, he's, he's not dead. He's alright. He's dead, but he's not dead. We know something's gonna happen, and that's why they have to put in the soundtrack. That super sad standby music. Yeah, I was like, laughing my yeah, ass like, off. Oh, God. you just killed the fucking black autistic kid. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> yeah. So it's just supposed to make not me very something more because I know you're gonna bring him back because it's the Power Rangers. We've seen him in the trailers at the end. <laughs> we know he's in the big fight. You're not smart enough. And then, yeah, you bring in the fucking whole Zordon sacrificing himself for fucking... And I honestly just think everyone behind this didn't care. They didn't care about Power Rangers. They didn't care about a cohesive movie or anything. They were just like, the Hunger Games did this, this, and this. We're going to do that, and hopefully the same people will watch it and spend money. The only, the only person I could say cared about this movie was Brian Cranston himself. Yeah. Because he played two villains in the original parents. Yes. Yeah. It was yeah, it was probably really cool for him. So it's like, sort of like yeah. he's been there since the OG. Yeah. He'd probably take it pretty well to be able to come in and play a bigger character. Granted for not much time, but to be an impactful character to the series. But yeah, everyone else is just kids are just looking for a, an acting debut, I guess. Right. And it worked for two of them and ruined the other ones. Yep. There's not much else to them there. Um the director, I looked up the director. This is his only major feature, really. He hasn't done anything since. Didn't do anything before, really. I don't know where they found him, to be honest. 
yeah, that's, I, I don't know. You, but it's just like, he didn't have to do much. It was all there was effects. Like, the, the <laughs> fucking goopy mess at the end, they just do that in the computer. The goopy mess, they just, I think, I realistically, I think they just took that, all right, his name is Goldar, so obviously we just have to make it all about gold. Yeah, they took it so fucking literally. Literally just yelled gold. Reader is sitting in a jewelry shop just yelling gold. Gold, and then she eats the necklaces. Starts eating gold, and you're like, okay, we don't need to take the name that literally. He just, in the show, he just has gold. He just made out gold. It's just like, yeah, he's a bit. This is armor, and he's called Goldar. You don't have to make him out of pure <laughs> fucking gold. Uh, Doesn't fucking make sense either. Um, I Look, I'll be honest now, after this time, I think I'm out of shit things to say about this movie. All right. Um, we'll do an edit, no one will notice. Yep, we'll edit this now. Maybe we'll leave it in. Get quick. <laughs> so I've made my piece. Like Elizabeth Banks is fantastic. I love. I I think she's just the right amount of ham, camp, and whatever the fuck they were trying to point this at the Harry Potter market or whatever. I don't know if I made that joke earlier, but like, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's very it's it. very Bellatrix Lestrange and shit, isn't it? Like fucking Lestrange for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's literally no reason to watch this. The we we watched it because we knew we liked Power Rangers and yeah, I heard it was fine and I thought I would think it was fine and you would loathe it. But we both just don't like it. Yeah, it was. It's it's not enough, and it's not it's not worth hating. No, like you don't want to hate this movie, but you don't want to say that you like this movie in any way. You no. kind of just want to look at it and go, "Look, at least they tried." Yeah, they're still going with Power Rangers shit. There's still the TV show going. Um, granted, it's still on new shit and still just caters to the young, young early morning programming of kids before they go to school. Yeah, which is fine. That's still their market, that and they're market, still yeah, hitting it perfectly fine. Yeah, the merchandise is there. They still make millions and millions every year on the merchandise, so they can do that shit. And at least you can say, "Well, you gave it a shot. You fucked it up. Time to try again." Yeah, but even for us, like for the older generation, just make a PS4 game. Make a good Spider-Man esque PS4 thing, game. Man, that's a good fucking point. Make to an raise Arkham on. City, but with Power Rangers. How haven't they made a decent Power? Because then that's game? us. We don't have to go to the movies. No, just, no, we could just play the, the game and if it had good I cinematics... Think that's they, yeah, that's what they should do. If it had great cinematics, you'd go, oh, I would we'll just yeah, talk yeah. about the cinematics. That was a great movie in itself in the game. Yeah. I think the only games that they're bringing out are just mobile games that is just PvP, just fight with one character against another character. And that's just kids character. on their mum's iPad anyway. 100%. <laughs> I know because I have it on my fucking phone. <laughs> and you know what? I was bored of that game too. Yeah. But give us, yeah, give us a fucking good AAA game where it would yeah. be hard to make. You can, you can, get, make you can get a movie out of this property. You can get a game out of this property. You just have to give it to someone who gives a fuck. 100%. You just, as as with anything, anytime uh, anyone goes into a, a movie that is based on uh, an older franchise, any old license, and trying to reinvigorate it again, make it more relevant with New Age, um, you have to fucking... And I'll give, give like, yeah, I'll give the Transformers series. It did that. Granted, they're all fucking terrible movies. They're awful. Whatever the fuck <laughs> they're doing with those, I don't know. But at least it's its own. It's become its own beast. And I, I, I don't know how they're still going with those ones, but they—they they are, they are shit movies. But they're not bad movies. No, they're except for that they get the last one with like three yeah. and a half hours. <laughs> I I haven't seen the last one yet for good fucking reason why, but. 
but you definitely you just you're doing this. You got to give it to someone who has credibility. Yeah. And you can't just give vision. it to some dude. You can't just go. We need a director. Well, I'll do it. Yeah, right. You can do it. Yeah, Have you seen Transformers? I've seen some of the second one. That'll do. <laughs> like, because that's the ending is just like someone saw some of Transformers and was like, I can do that. Yeah, basically. I can yeah. give that a stab. You're like, yeah. Well, most of it's going to be CGI, so technically, I'm not directing much. Yeah. No, but sure. there's, I really want a good Power Rangers movie to come back. Yeah. Because they did, they did good with the original Power Rangers movie when they when they took the the TV shows and going, all right, let's make a movie. It was it was older, so it was still good. You, you watch it now, and it's like, okay, it was shit, but it still made sense. Yeah. And I just want now, I want that in modern Power Rangers. Yeah. I want it based on the original characters because they they will always hit the hardest for any Power Rangers fan. They will always be the characters that everyone knows of. Yeah. Um, and because I think even in this movie, uh, you have a lot of characteristic changes to each character so you could go into this hearing that the original characters are in this movie but the casting is so different and they've given them different personas like um jason and kimberly may be the only ones that sort of stick true to their original characters um jason being the leader uh very smart wiser tough sort of jock-like um, Kimberly just being the nicer, uh, has an edgier side to her. Um, but everyone else is, is completely flipped. Like you've got Trini, who originally was just uh, of Chinese descent and just a lovely girl. Zach, in the original show, was the African-American sort of character needed for the show, um, who was also... But basically, they, they were all just karate people in yeah. the original show. Yeah. And but they were distinct from each other. Very distinct. They, they had their own different characteristics. Even Billy. Billy was, in the original show, uh, he was still a nerd, very nerdy, but he was just a nerdy white guy mm. who wasn't the best at fighting but learned from Jason and Kimberly and Trini and Zach, learned how to fight properly. But he was that nerd in the group that knew how to like do all the ten, ten, technical stuff. Yeah. And... Like you still get those in these movies, but they just they change them around so they make Zach now the the they cast him as a um, as Chinese American and Trini having the having the Asian name but being portrayed by what looked more Hispanic. She was Hispanic. Yeah, and yeah, they change it around, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're not distinct enough. You're not going to remember their characters because yeah. it doesn't fucking matter. They're not good enough to remember. No, it's Except not. Except maybe Billy. Yeah, Billy's funny. Just, <laughs> this is hilarious. I'm fine with that change. He was fucking hilarious, and that's the the good thing. Okay, the good things you can take away from this movie is that Billy um, was amazing. RJ Sala played that brilliantly. Dacre Montgomery was brilliant. He did portray. Jason Scott very well, keeping that Aussie pride going. But I think those two, Elizabeth Banks and... I don't think Naomi Scott's good in this. Yeah, well, I, would, I like her a lot. I wouldn't say distinct enough. Yeah, no, she's just she's not that great. Not enough characteristics going on in them. So, yeah, that's... 
They just need that. Yeah, there's not much else good you can say. Because I want to say, like, they need to focus on the characterization more, but they tried to do that in this by making it an hour and a half of just the characters. Like, you have. They didn't do a good enough job because you don't care. You can have an origin movie. Yeah. But not this long. No. An origin movie does not need to be, like, that in depth into the origin of everyone. Like, and not show anything good. Yeah. Like, you, you, you have don't, origin. You don't establish, in that enormous period of time, you don't establish enough to justify it at all. No, no, you don't get enough it's out like, of It's like, okay, she's kind of, she's in a foster home, maybe. She's a bit sad. Like, oh, he's getting bullied, I think. Like, yeah. You know, it's you never, you it's just like. You don't feel enough. No, you it. don't, yeah. Because they're trying to just throw in that they are just these five angsty teenagers with attitude to now defend the earth. And you, you, you're not feeling it. You're not feeling it out of anyone that you can sort of resonate with any of these characters and whatsoever. Um, There's no threat because it's just sort of in the background. Yeah, the threat is looming, but it's but just it's not. It's looming coincidentally at the same time. Yeah. So it's not looming to anyone except these five people. So it's, yeah, it's not really looming as no. as us, the audience. We're watching it, just going, they're gonna win. Yeah, and it does not matter. Yeah, it was always going to be an issue from the start. And even even with the ending, they threw in the post-credit scene, which I don't know if you stuck around. You didn't. <laughs> I had no I idea. Did I had Absolutely no idea. did not. All right, so post-credit scene rolls around after they all go back to school, back to detention and all that. Shit's just simmering down, and you throw to an empty chair, I'm just going off memory because I didn't fucking I didn't watch the end of it last night to the scene. Um, uh, saying that, um, yeah. So there's an empty empty desk with a green jacket over it, and saying Tommy Oliver is going to be joining. Oh the class. yeah, right, right. Tommy Oliver being the Green Ranger from the original series, um, played by Jason David Frank, who is my absolute favorite fucking person in the Power Rangers series. You can see I made my own fucking dedicated frame <laughs> shrine to him. I fucking love that dude. And then that movie cuts out. So instantly in the sequel, you think you're going to get the Green Ranger introduced into the lineup. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's not going to happen. Uh, there were rumors before they all got cancelled that they were going to make Tommy Oliver be portrayed by a female. And instantly you go, <laughs> haven't we changed enough? Have we not fucked Power Rangers enough? This is just going to fuck. Stay woke, else. man. Stay you got to stay woke, but <laughs> it can't. I can't have it. And I'm glad that it's been cancelled now. So we'll finish up on this movie, and then we'll do a little brief what we would like for the next one, and then we'll finish everything. Yeah. Um, basically, this movie, Saban's Power Rangers 2017, is a very bad movie. It's poorly made, it's poorly edited, it's acted fine, I guess, if you're into that sort of thing, but it's just, it's not for anyone. No. I can't imagine anyone finding this particularly interesting. Basically, if you didn't see this at the cinema, you don't need to see it now. Oh, God, no. There is no rush to go out and buy it. You should not even stream it. Don't even waste your internet data on it. Um, Listen to us talk about it. Tell us how great we are. Tell us how funny we are. Basically, by you listening to this podcast, you could have watched the movie, but we've basically told you to not watch it. So the time you could have wasted watching the movie, you've wasted on us. 
and we love you for it. So don't just don't watch the movie. There's even if you are There's a Power no Rangers reason. fan, trust me, you're not missing anything. There's even less reason if you're a Power Rangers fan. It's a much hell. less reason. It'll make you a lot less angry to just not watch it. Just know that it's out there in the world. It is, but it's just, free if you can stream it. But yeah, I just wouldn't. throw a blind eye and just pretend it's not there. All right. Yeah, I'm good with that. Just quickly, so if we're in the next crack of it. I haven't been saying young adult as an insult. Mm. I think that's fine. I like the Hunger Games movies. Yeah. I like the Harry Potter movies. I'm fine if the next Power Rangers movie is that again. Mm. But they have to they have to do some editing. They have to do some trimming. Like, yeah, there's got to be a lot more thought into half it. Half an hour, 45 minutes of them being misfits and then coming together. Yeah. And then you have to have a better threat. You I, have to have more. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I completely agree. It's... It has to, it, it is always only going to ever work by staying in this young adult yeah. place. It, it, it has to be done that way, but it's then how you make the movie from there. And it, it has to be, in, it has to be close to the source material, but not so close that it's the exact same, but enough so people go, okay, it is modern, but it does make sense. Yeah. I think it needs to be less alien because this movie was very, very biased towards the term alien. Yeah, and for no reason. I know that technically, yes, it is, I guess, an alien race, but it was never portrayed that far as an alien. This was legit given to you as aliens. Yeah. And I, I hated how much it referred to it, even being referred to the command center as the spaceship. I'm like, mm, yeah, just please Ugh. call it the command center because it's what I want. I want it to be known as the command center. So there is so much more that they can do, but it, it is it is it's a hard it's a hard concept to tackle in this day and age, touching something so old that was made for children. Yeah. To try and target young adults, twenties and such, people that know it, it, is, it will be a hundred percent a hard task. But a hundred percent, someone can fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. It just has to be more interesting than. No, it needs to be really thought out. Um, a, a story needs to be set um, where it wants to go. And Don't worry about a franchise. That, no, just, that's the worst mistake. I just think fucking they can make, make a movie. Never think about a franchise. Just no. take it that one movie at a time. Leave that brief window at the end where yeah, it could sure. lead into something. Have just a post credit. Sure. Put, a, put a foot in the door of being like, this is where it could go. Yeah. If it does well, yeah. but focus on the movie. Just be like, this is what it's going to go for. This is this is everything we want to do is this movie. Anything after, we'll get to that after, but we're not going to start it now and then make another one because no. it's just going to be the same, the same recipe of disaster like this one was. They they blatantly said we want to make five, six, seven movies. Yeah, when you're before, starting from there, when you've started, problem, it, yeah. hold on. Are you sure it's going to do? Slow good? down, yeah. So it, it it can be done. I'm hoping it's done well. Just Put the, put the time to find the right person to create it, have the best writers possible. Fuck, even take people that had hands in the original series. Yeah. Just people who give a shit. Just get the opinion of those people that yeah. know the shit. Have even do it like you have in the show. Bring back one of the original characters. Bring back Jason David Frank, Amy Jo Johnson, Austin St. John to have like a cameo of, of actually being like, I was an original Ranger and they can be like all the shit whatever the 
Zordon of this one. They yeah, can, like, they teach can be them and train them. Whatever, I don't know. Something like that. You can do your story like that and it'll work, but just got to think about it and really fuck Just got to balance it better. It's, there's no balance in this movie. No. There has to be this much Power Rangers, this much setup, this much camp, this much yeah. stakes. Without a doubt. Anyway, Hollywood, call this because... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think we can definitely call this here. So, end of the day, don't watch this movie. Yeah, it's not worth the watch. Um, us bullshitting on it for this song should be enough to tell you it was not good. We have, like we have given it so much more time than it deserves. No, like, I, I didn't want to give it this much time, but it, it was making me angry and I had to fucking <laughs> say everything on my chest because I didn't want to rewatch it again and I had to and I did. And it's fresh in my mind, so I want to fucking say everything. But hopefully you guys, if you have seen it, you probably agree with us. It would be interesting to know if you didn't, if you did like this movie in any way. I've uh, never seen anyone talk about this. Like anyone I know. No, no one blindly no goes out of the way and goes, oh, have you seen that Power Rangers oh, yeah. movie? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good, yeah. No, no one fucking says that. Um, so, yeah, I think this is enough to say this movie just flopped hard and even I myself do not like this movie. Um, so Not a good movie. Yeah, not a, a good movie. movie. Um, all right, well. Thank you guys for hoping making it through episode two of the podcast. Uh, as said, the the response we've gotten has been fucking. It's been great. awesome, man. We really keep sending me those it. screenshots. I I live for that screenshot so away. Awesome. People fucking... have been sending me the Spotify screenshots, and it just makes my heart so full. Yeah, the, the honestly, we we just did this because we fucking love movies, and it is great to to see people getting on board. Um, you have noticed people listening in the US and the UK. If you're listening to episode two, I want to fucking know who you are because that's fucking hectic. <laughs> that's awesome. And if you can understand us because we're fucking... Yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty on board the point that you're only listening to it because of our accent. And I'm if that's the that case, point. I'm fucking fine with that. You, we'll, we'll make a podcast just for you if you want to, just to hear us talk or just say random slang words <laughs> and Aussie shit. But um, no, guys, thank you. Thank you so much for listening again. Um, uh, as said, you can still find us on the Anchor website. It is We are now available on a lot more sites as it's been distributed, so you can find us now uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, there's a few other places on the web on, on the website that you can find. Um, generally, most people go to Spotify anyway. But exactly, um, yeah. any, 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 any recommendations you guys have, do send them across. Yeah, that would help a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it does come to the point where we don't know what the fuck we're yeah. going to do. Um, so if, you, if there's something you want to hear, please do not hesitate to send it to us because yeah. we're if, open, man. If you think it's got a good talking point and we can shit on it or really fucking jizz over it, we'll fucking gladly put in the time for it. Um, so, yeah, I think we can sign off on that and just say sure thank you all. I've been Jack. I've been Adam. Thanks for listening. You like that. <laughs>